Are you a practitioner or a coach listening to this? If so, I would love to ask you, do you use hypnotherapy in your practice working with clients? And if not, would you like to? The power of hypnotherapy is limitless. And so often we experience our clients struggling to reach their goals. It's because they're coming up against their own brick walls and getting stuck. But you can help them through the power of hypnosis, break through all of that, working with their unconscious mind to put the suggestions in, to have them taking the action to achieve the results that they want. They are thrilled with your coaching techniques. They're getting the results they want. You feel amazing because you are helping your client get the results they want. It's a win-win. And another win is that it's an added revenue stream for you in your business. So if you like the feel of helping your clients get the results they want, if you like the sound of that, then definitely reach out Melissa at yourguidedhealthjourney.com or click the link tree link below for my unlimited power of hypnosis class to learn more. It's a weekend designation program that I teach valid in 42 countries. You write an exam after taking the experiential course and you can be admitted to the American Board of Hypnotherapy and start using hypnotherapy one-to-one with your clients and have them achieving the results they want. Imagine getting up every day full of energy as if you were in your 20s again. What would that be like? What would that be worth to you? What is your health worth to you? Think about it. Your health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. And yet too many of us are taking it for granted until something goes wrong. No one wakes up hoping to be diagnosed with a disease or chronic illness. And yet we've never been taught how to be proactive in our health through our school system or public health. As a registered health coach and integrative health practitioner, I believe it is time this information is made available to everyone. Combining new knowledge around your health and the ability to do my functional medicine lab tests in the comfort of your own home will allow you to optimize your health for today and all your tomorrows. Don't wait for your wake-up call. Welcome back to another episode of the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I am here with Amy Lynn Durham and very excited to introduce her to you today. Welcome, Amy. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. And let me just introduce you to the audience. This is a different topic that we're going to be talking about today that I really haven't addressed in my podcast before when I've really focused on all aspects of health. But We spend so much of every day at work and working that why wouldn't we want to create magic at work? And that's what you are all about. And I absolutely love that. Yeah, Um, it's very much needed in the workplace right now, especially with people coming back um, to the workplace at higher volumes from pandemic. getting used to maybe working from home and going through that transition. How do we have a workplace that feels healthy and vital to everyone? 
I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. And so I just want to read your bio for the audience to give a little bit of your background before we dive into your story. But have you ever met someone that can magically combine <laughs> this serious inner work we all need for maximum results with fun, humor, and magic? Well, Amy Lynn is that woman, and she's sharing her magic with leaders who know that there's more to life than just going to work every day, like a robot and earning a paycheck. (laughs) She is the founder of Create Magic at Work, where she uses her expertise as an executive coach and a certified spiritual intelligence coach to uniquely blend spirituality and business to help leaders increase courage, confidence, productivity, and decrease stress. Amy draws on her past experiences as a successful corporate executive and shares win-win ways that people can get results by connecting authentically and seeing the human humanity in each other. Through her unique ability to create practical tools to ignite human connection, people get immediate results in their businesses and life. And I absolutely love all of that, Amy. Uh, You mentioned, you know, a previous corporate life. I was previously in the corporate world too. So I would love for you to share your story as how you, you know, moved through that, came out of the corporate life and got into this work and seeing the need for this work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I really noticed when I was in my corporate executive position, the, the loneliness and isolation that some people could feel in the workplace And I think that was one of the number one contributors to burnout, as opposed to people just assuming that it's workload. And at that time in my life, I had been going through exploring a deeper sense of meaning in my life with spirituality. And so I started bringing these activities to my team in the workplace to help them really foster human connection to prove that when you do that, it actually increases productivity and profitability. But it it takes the leader to be courageous and vulnerable in that way um, to bring those activities to the table. So I I did that. I left my um, corporate executive job and I I went to UC Berkeley, got my executive coaching certification through um, the Berkeley Executive Coaching Institute and started my brand, Create Magic at Work, put all those field tested activities I did with my teams um, for that publicly traded company I worked for in my book, Create Magic at Work. And I purposely made it whimsical and magical. And I I purposely made it have a childlike feel um, to help bring some life back to leadership in the workplace. I absolutely, I love that. I love the idea of bringing that magic back and having that childlike feel because Um, A lot of the work that I've been doing lately is in relation to the unconscious mind, Mm -hmm. which is also all about imagination and play, but also ease, right? And what you're creating is ease in the workforce where it feels good to go to work and we want to be there and we get joy out of our work. And that's what I'm creating for people. And how interesting that it's all coming down to play and We think when we grow up, we have to release that. We have to be serious and we have to be adults. And yet we get so much joy when we continue to allow our inner child out. 
And it's very funny because I was watching my own daughter do this. Last week, we went cross-country skiing together and she's almost 25 and she still very much has her inner child alive. And I love mm. seeing it. And it was um, snowing and there was all this fresh snow. And instead of staying on the track, she decided she was going to go through the big island of snow in the middle. And then it was so soft and fluffy. She's like, I'm going to fall down on purpose and I hope I can get back up. <laughs> and so she fell down on purpose. And then she couldn't get back up because it was so soft and her cross-country ski poles were so long. She just couldn't get back up. And I didn't want to go into the middle after her and have the same thing happen. So I was standing there watching her and she decided, I'm going to swim to the edge, back to the path so I can stand up on the path. And so there she is at cross-country skiing. And I have video footage of her swimming her way through, right? Laugh. We were both laughing our heads off hysterically, having so much fun. And, you know, we can bring this into the workplace too, just this silliness. And it, you know, reduces stress, et cetera. And as you mentioned, the productivity improves. So I love the idea of creating magic at work through play. Yes. And so keep sharing. Yeah. So one of the, just to touch on playfulness a little bit more, I mean, that's a key, key quality that a leader can skill build in if we want to make it work. (laughs) work related um that really can help you tap into innovation and what your passion is and help you focus on creating an innovative future Mm -hmm. um really skill building in that quality of playfulness um i don't know if you're familiar with edge walkers but i'm an edge walker facilitator as well and that's one of the qualities uh, leadership qualities that I, I facilitate as playfulness and the create magic at work, uh, activities, they, they tap into your, a part of your brain that accesses your spiritual intelligence. Mm-hmm. So it's different neuroscientists. Um, they, they, they do feel it's a different part of the brain than where emotional intelligence comes from. Right. And so that's really fun because it frees you up to feel like it doesn't have to, you don't have to be a hard leader. You don't have to rise and grind as they say. Right. <laughs> um, you can, <laughs> right. Oh, uh, trust me. I've seen it in a lot more corporate chats <laughs> than, than I would care to have seen it in. Um, or, you know, we're, we're, t- we're having this, I'm going to get off track, but we're having this conversation on international women's day and I just flashed you just had me flash to what I was in a very, I was in a very um, intense sales environment in my former corporate executive job, lots of masculine energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was the rise and grind. There was the wake up every morning with your gym selfie in the chat or the the push up challenge, <laughs> like those types of things. Um so really what those spaces needed and frankly were craving were things like this right about a balance yes um, and someone like me to step in and give them a safe space to do it so yeah absolutely well i love that you have the courage to do that as well because it is going against what we've all been raised with in that corporate world of 
do more, work harder, you know, stay there longer, get the job done. And as opposed to taking the easy way where we bring in the fun, that everything can be more in flow rather than grind, grind, grind. Yeah, I think what's interesting is we've been uh, placed in many of us, not all, but many of us have been placed in systems, work systems that are kind of are antiquated and they don't really cater to what we need today as human beings to thrive. They're old systems um, that, in my opinion, need to shift and transform to where people feel like they're having a healthy elevated, uplifting life when they come to work. And part of the create magic, I'll, I'll just share part of the, some of the create magic at work tools are like journaling, right? That's a common recommend for right. people. Um, but I call it journaling with a twist. Mm-hmm. So I would gather a group of men and have them close their eyes and pull a card from my journal prompt. I have a journal prompt card deck um, it's for your career and your workplace. It's got an affirmation on it, a couple coaching questions, beautiful illustrations, and they would pull a card meant for them. Right. And no one has ever given them an opportunity to, to do that kind of thing mm-hmm. at a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they do and they get the message that's meant for them, chills. Yeah. Feelings. <laughs> Um, And when you give them an opportunity to sit with that and tap into their higher self, which is their inner wisdom, their inner compassion and Mm -hmm. spiritual intelligence, and then they can share what they tapped into, very transformational, much more transformational than two hours um, breaking down an Excel spreadsheet. That, That moment, that 10 minutes you might spend doing that activity is nowhere near a waste of time. It it brings quantum leadership into the space and it completely opens up a different part of someone's brain that can tap, that can access creativity, playfulness, but oh, by the way, that's innovation, right? And inspiration. I absolutely love that. Love, love, love that. So powerful. It it is. mm -hmm. Now, how can one go beyond emotional intelligence to become that true servant leader that mm-hmm. you're talking about? Yeah. Well, I can give you the, the data first. In the adult development theory, they, they find that one can really develop their emotional intelligence in their early to mid-20s. By the time they reach there, it's a part where you can really start exercising compassion for others in a deep way. Mm -hmm. When you hit your early to mid thirties, and again, I'm generalizing, right? Human, we're all human. We have, there's going to be outliers. Um, That's when, that's the time in your life where you really start pondering, why am I here? (laughs) What am I doing in my life? What's my life purpose? Am I living it? Am I living in alignment with who I think I am and who I think I want to be? Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? And that's spiritual intelligence. Right. Um, is tapping into those, that deeper sense of meaning in life. 
And when you start skill building and spiritual intelligence and in these skills, there's 21 skills. It's a faith neutral practice that it's for the workplace. That's the framework I use in my coaching practice. I'm a certified SQ21 coach. Uh, when you start skill building in these areas, what they do is they give you the ability to maintain inner and outer peace, regardless of the situation you're in, even under great stress. And they give you the ability to make wise and compassionate decisions for yourself and others during that time. So servant leadership to the second part of your question. I've, I, I, so I have a podcast, create magic at work under the brand. And for the first two seasons, I asked every single guest what servant leadership meant to them. Mm -hmm. And I got all kinds of different answers. Um, the common leadership answer that comes from, and again, I'm generalizing from the workplaces. Oh, I'm here for my team. I'm here for my shareholders. I'm customer service to my team. Um, great. Right. However, what I would like us to do for our own well-being, for selfish reasons, is take that a step further and move from servant leader to quantum leader. And the quantum leader cares about the ripple effect that they're leaving on the planet, in their communities, and for humanity itself when the quantum leader makes decisions. And that's why skill building in these areas is so important because it allows you to be a wise and compassionate leader, which, oh, by the way, that's the number one way to decrease burnout in the workplace Yes. Is to have leaders that are wise and compassionate. Yeah, it could be workload. Yeah, it could be loneliness and isolation. But the number one way to decrease all of that is to have wise and compassionate leaders. If you're, and you have to be both. If you're a wise and compassionate leader, if you skill build in that area, burnout decreases by 64%. That's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. And that's where this obviously ties directly back to our health, which is what my podcast is normally focused on, but why I knew you'd still be a great fit for the show. And I wanted to address this topic because stress is the reason for 95% of doctor's visits and 60% of disease can be tied back to the stress in someone's life. Obviously, someone who's in a state of burnout, their adrenals are shot and they've been under such state of chronic stress for such a long time that the body is literally shutting down to get them to stop and do something mm -hmm, differently. Mm -hmm. And even earlier when you were talking about the spiritual side of it and those skills, the spiritual 21 skills of having learning to be able to find a place of inner and outer peace, no matter how stressful the situation was, and then to be able to make wise and compassionate decisions that all of that directly ties into not only your happiness at work and the joy that you have, but your long-term health. And my mission is to reduce the chronic illness that we have in the world today. Again, triggered by stress, right? Mm -hmm. So you addressing this in the workplace is profound because if we can spread that message in the workplace so and people can see the results, 
and feel it in their bodies. Cause we know when we're in that state of chronic stress, sometimes we get so used to it that we don't can't tell what it is anymore. But as soon as we get out of it, we can feel the difference of our nervous system. That's all jacked up and literally vibrating uh-huh. versus that calm nervous system. And so I absolutely love this work that you're doing because it has the ripple effect of the work that you're doing is profound on the mm-hmm. person's mental state and physical state and spiritual state. If you're enjoying my content and someone that wants to step into being proactive in your health and learning more, I would love to invite you to join my membership community. There's a link in the show notes for only $19.99 a month. You get access to all of my content and there's a lot as well as weekly calls that you can come and get your health questions answered. It's truly priceless. I'd love to see you join the community. Check out the link in the show notes. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) I love how you how you tied that all in. You just reminded me of when you're sharing all that. I just felt if there's leaders listening or if you're, you, you know, you are responsible for doing this work. I mean, candidly, your response, if you are in, in, if you have a team and people are under your charge, you are responsible for the, the send for the way you lead and for that ripple effect that you send out because your energy can magnify 10 times over to your team. Absolutely. And so the way you were talking about it, Melissa, this chronic stress do you want to be, this is going to sound really harsh right now, but I'm just thinking out loud here. I mean, do you want to be responsible for that type of impact or do you want to be a wise and compassionate leader that works on yourself, that cleans up your side of the street, that steps into this experience and gets the benefits anyways of having inner and outer peace, making wise and compassionate decisions. And then that ripples to your team. I was just talking to an old colleague Um, this morning on the phone and they were mentioning, oh my gosh, they're in a different role now. And they were mentioning a really tough um, work environment that we were in. I mean, I'm talking tough, like boiler room type, you know? And they were like, I look back and I think I was, I was getting a cortisol hit every time my boss was texting me or calling me, you know, just the stress immediately Mm -hmm. with that ping on the phone. My hope is one that we have leaders that don't want to create cortisol hits with people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the stress hit. We want them to focus on alleviating stress because when when someone's stressed out, they can't fool you mentioned it. They're immobilized. Yes, exactly. They're, they're not going to operate at peak for you anyway. Absolutely not. They can't focus. And right. then people think they should be multitasking. And which isn't a thing either. That doesn't exactly. help. But when we're so stressed out, we can't even calm the brain enough to be able to focus for 20 minutes to get something done. So what should take 20 minutes now takes an hour and isn't even the quality of work that it would be if we were calm enough to just sit and do it in 20 minutes. Yes, 100%. It's um, scientists have coined, have turned it task switching mm-hmm. and it's it's no good, no good. Uh, so- I guess, you know, do you want to be, so my, my idea, my hope is that we're starting to see people making 
choices that they didn't make before about where they want to work and what they want to do at a higher level. Mm -hmm. And so my hope is that leaders that step into this work that want to be a quantum leader, that want to be wise and compassionate and help have this ripple effect and decrease burnout by 64%. My hope is that people will start stepping into working for those individuals that do the work. And then frankly, by default, these other systems will hopefully just kind of fade away. That's my thought. (laughs) I would love to see that happen. And who (laughs) want to be that type of a leader, really, right? You get all the benefits and you know that you're looking after your employees' health and longevity. Correct. Correct. And then who wouldn't want to be an employee working for that type of leader where you know you're supported and you are feeling good in your body and you're not on vibrate mode and you enjoy the magic that is being created at work and the support that you're getting from that leader. And societally, you know, maybe we've come out of that era of, you know, bosses having to be harsh and holding people to it and push, 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 and thinking that that was the only way you could get your employees to perform. Yeah. I mean, it's one way, way. (laughs) but yeah, it's one way, but it has damaging effects. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a 64% burnout rate. And then- you know, the company is paying money to replace those people and you've got, you know, costs of supporting that person who's on burnout and some kind of, you know, leave, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. It's not worth it. It's no. worth it. And how many people are actually in that situation right now that if you're listening to this podcast and you go to work every morning, hating your job to know that it doesn't have to be that way. Uh-huh. And that you can choose to do something differently. You can choose to learn some of these skills because you might be managing people. And maybe even in just learning these skills for yourself, that you are developing in such a way that you maybe don't hate your job so much anymore. Because you found a way to work through it for yourself. And now you're supporting your employees. And the connection that you build with your employees makes your job more enjoyable. Yes. So you don't have to be the top boss to do this. Correct. You can just do this for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Very powerful. And, and just to add to that, when you start doing this for yourself, it's a practice. It's a daily practice. I say it's a daily practice and it's a life journey and it's not all clean and rainbows and ice cream and (laughs) puppy dogs and unicorns, (laughs) right? Uh, Sometimes it is other times there's situations that will present themselves that allow you to practice. (laughs) There's the mess. There's the mess. There's the mess. There's the mess. mess. And what, it, what I try to remind everyone is you say, thank you for the practice. Thank you for the lesson. I'll try again tomorrow because you want to, you don't want to get stuck to where you're beating yourself up in the practice. So it's recognize, repair, recover, right. radical, radical self-forgiveness. 
as you move through the experience or, or go through the path. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Really great reminder. Really great reminder. So, <laughs> What are some practical tools that people can use to help their teams become more vulnerable and courageous? Yeah, super practical. I mean, I so uh, this is not a plug. I literally wrote Create Magic at Work for like that beer drinking golf guy I used to work with that had the biggest heart, but just needed to grab something or have something to reference because they didn't know where to start. Right. 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 Um, so the book is filled with just very small ways that you can start. Um mm-hmm with activities. I mentioned the journaling with a twist. That's a really fun one Yeah, where you can just do some journal prompts. Um, I, I also have an activity where you light some paper, you write your goals or your intentions on flying wish paper. I don't know if you've ever heard of that and you light it on fire and send it up into the air. That's part of the, there's some flying wish paper that comes with the book create magic at work that you can utilize. I've done that with groups of people. It just has that wow factor and that feeling of unburdening and letting go. It just adds that little extra there. Um, Lighting wish paper. I've done the burning what you no longer want, which also has that same feeling of lighting and release, et cetera, and moving behind what's moving, you know, away from what's been holding you back. Mm -hmm. So Um, good. I love that idea too. And even more impactful if you have created safety within your teams and have them share before they light it on fire. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you get, yeah. When you buy the Create Magic at Work, you get a free Flying Wish paper kit that you can play around with <laughs> from the from the website, just so you know, if you want to try that. Um, there's so many different things you can do. These are the fun activities from Create Magic at Work that you can do with teams, but mm-hmm. there's a lot more deep inner work exercises from a spiritual intelligence lens for making wise and compassionate decisions that, you know, I walk my clients through as well, but tapping into playfulness, like all of these activities will tap into playfulness. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, I know we talked about that person that was driving to work that might, you know, not be so happy with where they're, where they're at today with their job, or they might not be enjoying it very much. And there's a couple of things. There's one from the book that I offer, which is a emotional intelligence type um, activity that you can do. And it's creating an appreciation anchor. So it's part of having an emotional management strategy. So if you're at work and you're feeling like my, my old, my colleague that said, I get a cortisol hit every time my mm-hmm. boss is calling me or an email comes through. Um, one way to push back on your negativity bias when you're feeling anxiety is to have an appreciation anchor, um, something you can hold on to, um, something you can reference. I have clients that use a, a photo of their family. I use crystals. I'm talking to you right now, holding two crystals in my hand just to kind of anchor me down and and feel like I have an appreciation anchor and they have intention behind them. So I do appreciation anchors for companies, um, different crystal recipes, positivity pouches, different things like that. So there's another one. And then I do have the free activity that I offered your um, listeners and your audience, which is that same person you talked about that is, oh my gosh, I I hate my job or I just can't, it, I I don't know what I'm doing here. I might need to change all those things. It's called three steps to love your job and life today. 
and it helps you dive into what's really important for you um, today and help you feel that the grass is green right here. And then once you kind of dip into that feeling of gratitude for where you're at today and what, how you can make your life the way you envision it today, it'll help you shift into alignment with that future self that you really want to be. And that's the, that's on the website. And I, I gave you that info. So thank you. Yes. I've definitely yeah. have that in the show notes and really appreciate that generous gift because unfortunately there are so many people in that place today. You know, the level of disengagement in work is the highest it's ever been, right? And obviously, you know, coming through the pandemic didn't help and people working from home, some still are, some are now coming back to the office or forced back to the office and they got used to working from home and they like it. And there's Mm -hmm. so many factors that you alluded to earlier in our conversation. Mm -hmm. And so the level of disengagement is so high and people are feeling stuck, And so I really appreciate this work that you're doing and this gift that you've offered the audience to help people, as you say, see that the grass is green right here and be able to envision moving themselves into that future self that they're looking to be and that they can do it. And they don't Mm -hmm. have to feel like they have cement weights on their feet, holding them stuck in this one job because it isn't the only option but you need to grow in order to fill the gaps, in order to see the opportunities that are beyond where you're at today. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it pulls that act, that particular activity pulls you out of a someday mindset. Mm -hmm. Someday I'll take this vacation. Someday I'll get out of this job that doesn't light me up inside. Right. That will help pull you, give you some support and be a resource for, for pulling you out of that someday mindset and help you shift a little bit. And of course, if you're someone that feels the way you just described that cement stuck type feeling, I really encourage you to reach out for support from a coach, from someone, use the free resource, something to help you shift a little bit. Yeah. get your book, read the book. That's just a really easy starting place. Create magic at work, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. The, um, I've got a, the, the, some of the book reviews are so funny. They, they say, I wish I could secretly leave this book on my boss's desk. I've had multiple, (laughs) uh, book reviews that say that. And I'm like, we'll do it. You know, just like, leave it. it. Nobody's going to (laughs) know. Just so, yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Um, awesome. And so happy to hear book reviews like that. And but also <laughs> for that individual to know you can leave it on your boss's desk, but you can do it for yourself too. Very true. And yes. then and then that's you know bringing this new culture into the workplace from multiple points, which means it's even more effective. Yep. You are a leader no matter what your title is in your life. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Love it. And uh, one last question for you. What can someone do if they are seeking a deeper sense of meaning in their life? Yeah, that's a great question. I I mean, if you're just wanting to dip your toes into spiritual intelligence, I think listening to my podcast would be really good because that theme runs through the whole thing. 
if you're really wanting to dive into, I'm ready for this deeper sense of meaning, I want to get in alignment with who I really want to be, then of course, I do one-on-one coaching experiences. It's called the SQ Experience Journey. And I can really help you shift into that space. Love it. Love it. So as we wrap up, I love to ask every single guest the same question as you did for the first two years of your podcast. And (laughs) what does don't wait for your wake up call mean to you? Yeah, immediately. uh, When you asked me that, I thought of that phrase that says, if you don't hear the universe, when it whispers to you, it's going to start screaming. And so listen for the whispers and listen to the whispers because you don't want to get to the point to where it's screaming because then that's a huge wake up call. I've been through it myself, right? We can't do this work without having gone on the journey ourselves or done the work ourselves. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I've ignored some whispers and I've had some big screams and listen to the whispers. We, you talked about body and, mm-hmm. and illness, you know, that's the same thing. Listen to your body when it whispers, because if you don't, it's going to scream. And we want us, we want to listen to the whispers first. So, yeah, I love it. And I say something very similar. I say, listen to the whispers. So you, it doesn't have to yell at you. Mm. Yes. The symptoms in the body are the whispers. They're the body's way of talking to us and asking us to do something different. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Wonderful. So how can people get hold of you? Oh, so create magic at work.net. It's net. Okay. You can go there. There's all sorts of fun things to click around with and play with there. And then I love LinkedIn. So because I work with leaders in the workplace. So um, Amy Lynn Durham on LinkedIn and then Instagram is create magic at work. So that's sort of the creative, playful space that I like to play around with, with fun posts. So yeah, join me anywhere. Yeah, (laughs) wonderful. We'll make sure all of that is in the show notes along with your very generous gift, as I said. So thank you very, very much for coming on the show. Is there any last message you'd like to leave the audience with to motivate them to step into this work today? Yeah, that's so funny you just said today because I was just thinking like, don't wait for your someday. Right. Right. Don't wait for your someday. I think that's really important that there's time. And if you're curious about this, reach out to me because it will help you navigate your life in a more peaceful way when dealing with stress and maybe even shift you into a life you couldn't have possibly imagined for yourself. Yeah. And I would say that's more than a maybe. I'm sure that it will shift you into a life that you couldn't possibly have imagined for yourself. I agree with you, but I didn't want to offer any guarantees. (laughs) The conversation. (laughs) Well, you have to do the work. Correct. If you don't do the work, then you may not get the results. But when you do the work, you'll get the results. Absolutely. (laughs) Love that. Well, thank you so much, Amy Lynn, for being on the show. I absolutely love the work that you're doing and that, you know, by focusing on the workplace where we do spend eight hours a day, if not more, that that's such a critical space to when we, when we fix that, where the ripple effect is 
beneficial to our entire life, to our health, to our relationships, to our finances, to everything. So if you're not happy in that workplace, reach out to Amy, get her book and create magic at work for yourself because you're worth it. So thanks for joining us. Thank you to all of my listeners for showing up every week. And if this episode resonated with you or you know someone that needs to hear it, because you probably do know someone who complains about their job, share this episode with them. And thank you as always for being here. Thank you. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.